Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, welcome to the Yak Palm Podcast with your co-hosts, Yak Man and Go Palm. Yeah, no, so yeah, Yak and I are finally back here on the Yak Palm Podcast, recording it on a beautiful Thursday. Gosh, Thursday, it feels like it should be a Wednesday. I was literally up super late last night picking up my brother from the airport, <laughs> and I met his dog, uh, Finn. He's pretty cute. We'll, 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 put a, we'll post a little uh, photo of Finn there. Like, you know, <laughs> if you want to hear more about Finn, you just let us know. He's, he's like a Chihuahua half-mixed breed, I think. I'm not sure what the other kind of dog is, but he, he was pretty friendly. He was pretty chill um, on the ride back, but it was like midnight, so... They made it back, though. They made it safely. Good, good. I'm Yak Man, and uh, I have something in common with Finn. Uh, I also am kind of a hybrid. I'm I'm part man, part yak. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's the truth. Oh man. <laughs> see, see, for me, for you, it feels like Wednesday. For me, it feels like Friday. I well, yesterday I was locked in that today was going to be Friday, and I, Mama Yak had to keep correcting me. No, it's. It's uh, going to be Thursday tomorrow. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I. it's been such a wild week with everything going on in the NFT spaces world and just with conventions going up, picking up family and everything. And tomorrow I work a 12-hour shift. And then Saturday, if any of you all Wisconsinites are out there, I will be at the Midwest Gaming Classic or whatever, hitting it up, uh, living the dream. Um in Milwaukee there. It's going to be a great time. If you love video games and you're a huge nerd like me, you, you'll enjoy it. It's a fantastic time, but oh my gosh. Those are always I, a good time. Worth checking out if you're in the area, for sure. Yeah, but that that's what brings us to, like, I love video games, I love content, and that's what I think brings us to, like, today, like, just the podcast in general, going back to like, the top things, like, as streamers, when we started out, we didn't know what the heck we were doing half the time. We had, like, done a ton of research and studying to, like, figure out the, the secret sauces to creating amazing content. And I think, I think we found, like, the main focal point, the main consensus on everybody has their, like, cookie-cutter, like, one-size-fits-all for streaming, and that's not true. That is not true. Yak and I are both very different. We're siblings and we're related. We both have very different styles in the way we present and do our content. There's, there's a few crossovers. But the biggest way to learn and grow and make better content is to watch your own content. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of mistakes that get made, especially when you're first starting out. And a lot of that gets smoothed out over time with experience, right? Um, it's not necessarily about having the greatest tech. You can get started with the basic stuff. The main thing is making sure that you work out those small details. Cross your I's and dot your T's, as they like to say, or at least I like to say it backwards like that. But um, yeah, today yeah, we're going yeah. <laughs> to cover um, the importance of watching your own content and five things that you can look for while you're watching your own content. And I know um, for me personally, I spend a lot of time in the editing process. So I do watch a lot of it through the editing process, but you really miss out on the final product if you don't go through and watch it back. Um, and if you're a streamer and you're dealing with VODs on like Twitch or YouTube, 
um, you can gain so much knowledge about your own content and and find some mistakes you didn't know were happening just by going back, you know, a few days, go back a week and check some of your older VODs a little bit and make sure that uh, you got things on point. So let's jump into covering the five things that we think are very key and crucial to uh, helping you succeed in your content, uh, whether that be streaming, YouTube, uh, TikTok Live, whatever it is. There's way, there's always room for improvement, and uh, that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, like, for real, because, I mean, as he said, like, that's just it, is there's nothing where, like, yeah, anybody can throw up a camera, anybody can uh, do those things, but the biggest thing I noticed, like, when I started out, we can go back, we, we've got so many examples, like, maybe don't check those out, Ooh. but yeah, I, got I remember starting content. out within... <laughs> Within like the first few months, I had gotten an Elgato. I was streaming. Uh, I was living with my sister at the time, and I was streaming from my bedroom. I was just sitting on the bed. I had a camera set up and a laptop right there to check the chat. And I'd gotten an Elgato capture card, and I had it connected so people could see the screen, and I could do Undertale. It was, it, it worked out great. It worked out fine. But the one thing I didn't know because nobody had said a word to me was the video game audio was not coming through. Um, it was like one of the first few months I'd done it. And I was so mad. I like looked back at the VOD and I was super upset because I was just like, well, what the heck? Like nobody said a word to me. Like I had double digit viewers and not a single person said a word. And I was mad. And then it hit me and I had an aha moment. I was like, wait a minute. I streamed for an entire hour with double digit viewers, no video game audio, and they stuck around. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. What the heck was I talking about? What game was I playing? What, what was so engaging that people stuck around for an hour without the video game sound? And I do believe, I, I can't remember if there's a video or not or a VOD of it anywhere anymore because it was on Mixer from back in the day. But... It's if you can do things like that, you should give yourself a pat on the back. If you look back and stuff like that happens and you think you should have failed, but you succeeded, figure out what it is that you were doing, figure it out. And you can use that for next time. Um, and if you look Absolutely. back and you watch it and you're just like, oh my gosh, my audio is so bad. Well, no wonder nobody was sticking around. No wonder nobody. And I've had those times, let me tell you. Um, if you yourself don't enjoy it, and there's people sticking around. They really care about you, and they really love you. Um, I'm just gonna tell you. Right yeah, now. that's. I mean, that's a big testament to to the the level of uh, entertainment that that you try to bring to your content, and and uh, I try to do the same. Um, but yeah, go back and watch your own content. Um, it's funny when you start out, you think you need like a big camera, you need the fancy lighting, the the RGB, the cool looking mood lighting and all this stuff. But what um, a lot of us forget as humans is our ears, how much we rely on our audio and the sounds around us are so, so very important. Um, and people will actually leave and stop watching your content over bad audio before they will leave over bad video um there people if you know will will watch video even if it's maybe not you know the highest quality you don't have to have 4k audio or a, a video sorry you don't have to have 4k video but it is crucial that you have good audio if you go to watch somebody's content and you've got the volume cranked all the way up and you can barely hear them you got to crank your audio up you got to crank out the output if you 
Go back and watch your content and try it with, with – this is a key thing that actually GoPom turned me on to, but uh, I feel it's vital and you got to share oh. it now. You need to listen to that same content from multiple different devices. Listen to it, uh, you know, if you can, put it up on your TV and listen through your TV speakers. Then after you've watched a little bit there, get it up on your phone or your PC and put headphones on. And listen to it through headphones. Different devices are going to react slightly different to your audio. And you it might sound okay on one device, and it might sound different on the other. So go through, listen on different devices, and see how you're coming through. Um, make exactly. sure you don't have these crazy spikes. Um, make sure it's not cutting in and out weird. Because if believe it or not, your ears will turn the the audio will turn people away from your content before the video quality could do that Honestly, so yeah there's nothing worse than like getting your ears burned by like you're just you're chilling after i always try to keep it from the mind of the viewer and that was where yak i'd brought it on to him i remember when i was in college i was super obsessed with video if you if you look up fix it films there's a little gnome I took the time and hand-typed all the captions for the YouTube videos. I literally listened to it on both TV, computer, and, like, whatever devices that I thought my audience... To me, that was overkill. To me, that was a lot. If you have other friends in your community, that's why I'm grateful for the Yak, because we're brothers, and I've got a lot of other siblings, I can send them content be like, hey, can you watch this on here and let me know what you think? Is this good? Is this bad? Be honest with me now. Um, I think, personally, the best thing that you can do is find a group of people who are willing to do that. Otherwise, if it's you yourself, take the five or ten minutes. Listen back at the beginning, because that's when most people get in. If they're going to rewatch your VOD, that's the time you snag them. If your audio and stuff is bad and you don't fix it till later, they're probably not going to stick around. Um, I can't tell you how many streams I've hopped into where I want to support a content creator streamer, and they're just, like, super close to the mic, and it's just, like, so bad. They're like, oh, guys, thanks for coming in today. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. Oh, here you go. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... They're either super mumbly or super pixelated. You know what I'm talking about. It's it's those sounds like when someone pulls a fire alarm and like it just grinds on your ears. <laughs> and yes, Take that time. If you have a smoke alarm going off in the background, get a new battery in it and re-record because nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> no, is, that will turn. Me, I've I've literally found content like that, and I just immediately move on because. You know, for me, I have post-concussion syndrome. Some people have other issues where intense audio will really mess them up. So it's that's a really big key one. Um, and I, I don't know if there's a whole lot more we can cover with that, but definitely, Honestly, definitely pay attention the, to it. You know, the number one thing we can say is for those who stream, if you're playing back bots and stuff um, and you can download it, run the audio through an equalizer or look up a program that compresses the audio and makes it smoother for all devices eventually you'll figure it out and then you can start tuning your mic and different things to it um it's just kind of trial and error but i feel like if you can get that covered like your stream is going to improve greatly because people are there to hear you and what you have that's what we said before is you don't want to be a cookie cutter streamer like everyone else you want to be different um, and I think that's where it comes to like your video and your other content that supplements your audio yes. um, and the connections that you're making. Yeah, because pe people don't care necessarily, you know, most people don't care if you're even if you're just doing your audio through, you know, like your headset for video gaming 
or if you've got a $5,000 mic, if, if you don't have things leveled out and adjusted to be, to be healthy for the ears and easy to digest, um, you're going to drive away a lot of potential new followers that, that you could have. So, um, that is, that is so crucial. So crucial. Oh gosh. I feel like, I feel like we've addressed it enough here. I'm sure yes, they're just yeah. like, Oh my gosh, we're tired of hearing <laughs> about you talking about hearing about. So we'll, we'll yep. move on. But as we said for us, like that's a huge thing, uh, which I mean, honestly, and sure. as you watch back on your content, you'll notice different things with videos and formats and your quality. Speak. And yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of video and quality, <laughs> um, another thing you really want to look for in your video is the overall quality. Now, that doesn't mean you need to go out and spend hundreds or thousands on a camera that is, you know, you can start with some basic camera footage or if you're, say, you're just doing some gameplay for YouTube, just even recording uh, gameplay in 720, that's still high def. And for a lot of people who view content on mobile devices, it's actually recommended that you make your videos available in 720 because it's a lot easier and smoother for people to watch on mobile if, if they maybe don't have the best reception um, and, and they need something to pass the time and they stumble on your content. You don't want to have every video be 4K and then nobody can enjoy it, you know, when they're stuck at the airport on an overlay or, uh, you know, they're waiting for, for an interview to take place. Maybe they're trying to distract themselves because they're nervous. Um, you want people to be able to digest it. So you don't have to have the latest, greatest, most expensive camera, but you do want to make sure that it's recording at a nice steady pace and that, you know, if you have to adjust the frames per second or maybe um, bring the quality down from 1080 to 720, um, whatever it is, try to find ways to make sure that the video is smooth and not overly pixelated on your end, um, you know, as, as you view it. And again, Try viewing it on, on your computer or TV and then try viewing it on a mobile device and see if there's any difference. Um, for the most part, there shouldn't be unless, like I said, if you're trying to do like some 1080p uh, and, and, and um, 60 frames a second, that might be really hard for someone who doesn't have a very good mobile connection and they're trying to watch on their phone. So check it out on, on multiple devices, again, just like you would with the audio. And uh, the main thing is making sure that it's smooth. Make sure that it's smooth. It doesn't have to be that that crazy 4K. And to be honest, most people on YouTube don't view 4K or can't view it unless they're already on a PC. So for a lot of the, the, the mobile viewers out there, you're better off going with a 1080 or a 720 to, uh, to strive for that, that smooth content that is easy to watch and not pixelated and kind of comic booky where it's going freezing on a frame and then oh now we've got the next frame and then oh look here's that frame yeah you know you don't want that you want to smooth I'm just gonna say i think it more so the other thing too is as i mentioned before and I'm kind of piggybacking off that when it comes to the quality is yes having high quality videos is fantastic and great and you definitely want to make sure that whatever audience you have can view it on either their mobile device, their computer, whatever, however they watch it, however you enjoy it, you want to make sure they can enjoy it in that same format. And so for me personally, what I would recommend doing is going back through your Twitch VODs or your YouTube videos and looking at the numbers on, man, I had like 22 viewers here right now. 
and they all stuck around for this long period. What was I focusing on? What was I talking about? How can I take this important piece of content and bite-size it and chop it up and put it on TikTok and put it on Hover and put it on YouTube and put it on XYZ? So that way people get a little flavor for the context of the content I'm creating and using. And because let me tell you, I see it so many times where you can, I'll say it, you can tell on a YouTube channel, someone who cares and someone who doesn't care is when they just copy and paste an entire video of their stream and they leave it up. There are some individuals out there who every single minute, every single second, like Dr. Disrespect, that's all time two timer, uh, his content's always amazing. But if you have a starting screen for the first five minutes of your stream, and nothing is going on, it's not exciting. It's not going to hook people in. They're not going to want to stick around. So as you go back and watch your content, look for the moments where you had the highest engagement. Look for the moments of things that were funny, things that you enjoy. I think that's the one thing Yak and I enjoy the most. He recently did an uh, Easter skit, and I was talking (laughs) with my other brother as I picked him up from the airport. He's like, oh my gosh, that was hilarious. And because we're family, like we can look back at each other's content and laugh and get like instant feedback right away. But we all have a very similar sense of humor. But I was like, whenever I find something that I laugh at that's from my own stream or from uh, the Yak stream or something, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is funny, dude. You need to make this a video or ooh, you need to put this out or whatever. Focus on grabbing those bits of content and then splicing it and sending it out. Because if you yourself enjoy it, how much more is your community going to enjoy it? How much more are they going to appreciate that and look forward to the content that you're sharing? And now a word from our sponsor. And you're going to start building more community. You're going to start building on more trust and people are going to want to come back and they're going to want to stick around and they're going to want to watch the whole stream. Yeah, you really, you want to find the thing, your your strengths. Um, you want to find the things that make you entertaining, that make you different. Um you know, anybody can can fire up the video games or can can do time lapses or, you know, try to make some cool videos. But what are you doing that is different? What is making your content stand out from everybody else's? You can't just put videos out and, okay, your audio's good, your video's good, but is it different from somebody else? Is it entertaining enough that you're going to keep people watching and even more important, keep them coming back for more. Uh, and that's that can be kind of the hard part. Uh, sometimes we all hit these walls, uh, you know, where it's hard to come up with original content or be creative. Um, but you really got to strive to to try to try to achieve that. Try to try to be different. Try to stand out. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, just go out and, and be just absolutely nuts and crazy and, and you know, do things that are bad, but you want to find How good, that works good for ways. You, I mean, <laughs> I mean, hey, there's there are some people who are different, but it's in a very bad way. So <laughs> you gotta, I, everybody you know. has their own different flavor of content. And I think, yes, focusing on, as Yak said, being your authentic self and true self. Yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said where when it comes to content creation, Bring it from your own perspective. Um, do it from your different level or bring it to your community in your own way. Um, because a lot of people, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Um, a lot of people, I mean, streamers are streamers are streamers. But, oh my gosh, Dr. Disrespect. Oh my gosh, Ninja. Everybody has their own authentic trademark, their own authentic play style. There are different things that they do. And they can still collab and come together because it's more focused on 
bring out those sides of the personality and finding other like-minded individuals. And I think at the end of the day, that's the biggest, that's probably one of the biggest things I see where streamers struggle is they do get numbers and they do get a community, but it's not truly one they enjoy or they like because they're trying to please the masses and they're not pleasing themselves in the sense of creating content they enjoy because you would rather find your own tribe than amass all these followers and now you come to a point where you're just burned out and you're tired you're trying to please everybody you're trying to make content that other similar to other people and things and it's just not you be you be your authentic self because people will love that and people will see it i focus a lot on mental health and i started getting involved in like uh web 3.0 world and stuff and i've been meeting a lot of amazing different communities and things and um, they have a lot of amazing resources, and I'm just so excited. I'm just, like, super pumped. I'm, like, chatting with them. I was in one of the discords the other day, and I was like, man, like, I'm sending this message, and, like, I literally legit have a smile on my face right now. Like, it's so refreshing to meet other people like me. I know I'm not alone in that, and I know there's a lot of you listening out there who are like that. Make that a priority to bring your authentic self out in your content in what you're trying to say and the videos you're making because it will show and you will find the right kind of people. Yeah, that's that's so true. Your your personality will shine through and it will help add to to your content. Um I once heard somebody say uh something that really resonated with me and I've Close discovered the door, you're letting uh, all the hot air out. No, not dad <laughs> things. That's a that's a dad thing. Um but uh the the saying was um people don't watch you for your content. They watch you for you. And I had to really stop and think for a minute because when we got into streaming, I was watching Dr. Disrespect. I was watching Ninja and Dr. Lupo and Scissors and Courage JD and all these fantastic creators. And I thought to myself, oh, I just got to be good at video games and make sure that I talk to chat. Well, that's great. But people, you know, there's there's a lot of great gamers out there. And they're going to make better content than you because they're just being themselves. And if you're putting on a, a charade or you're really holding back, you're being reserved, maybe maybe you're trying to overcome being shy or being an introvert because you really want to do content. And that's fine. And you can do that. But growing as a person, yeah. Yeah, find ways to grow as a person and try to push through that. Try to be, Try to show a little more of your personality and throw that in there because at the end of the day, the people who are going to come back – and be just amazing supporters and and show you love and always be there for your content are the people who fall in love with your personality. So let that shine through. And like I said, even if you're you're shy, you're kind of introverted, um, just just find ways to overcome it. Realize you're just hanging out with you and your friends. And I promise you will grow. People will 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 come, the numbers will come. And, uh, you know, people like an, an original personality. And if you can let that shine, you're going to be a step ahead of a lot of the other, uh, you know, people that are just getting into content, trying to figure it out. Because if you're being fake, it will be fine. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's the Internet. It's 2022. Uh, <laughs> no, one, no one is safe from that. But when you do mess up or you do fail, own up to that. Be honest with yourself. Deal with it in your own way, however you need it. Um, 
But yeah, I think, gosh, I'm trying to think of like how to be directly applicable with that. Like we're talking about like five different things you can do to improve your streaming. We talked about audio, we talked about video, but like your personality, that's something very uniquely to you. And I think however that works best for you, I don't think there's any true, like I talk a lot about mental health and I'll sometimes either have different stories or content and things in my life about it that I share that are very obvious. I talk about Larry and how he has PTSD going to parties because he's a llama and they beat llamas, you know, because he's a pinata. So he's always worried that that's going to happen or something. Different things like that, like use those different gifts and things that you have. And if you're not sure what they are, ask people or ask your stream. Um, they're going to be more than happy to let you know, like, Oh my gosh, dude, you're so awesome at this. Or, oh man, yo, sis, you do a phenomenal job at this. Or maybe you're good at singing. Whatever that is, bring that out. Put your flavor on it and see what happens. Um, yeah, ask, ask your coworkers. Ask, ask your friends, whoever's closest to you. Ask them, what do you think about me? What do you first think about when you think about me? What are, what are some of the things you would say if you were describing me to someone else? And, you know, you don't want to go up to a random, you know, someone you don't talk to that much, maybe a distant coworker or a distant family member or whatever, because they're not going to have the best take on you. Find someone close to you and just ask them, hey, don't beat me up too bad, but what's your honest opinion? What are some things that you think are strengths of mine? And then try to work on those. And then if they're honest enough to give you weaknesses, try to find ways to work on those and improve them and uh, just just always strive to be better. Um that that will go a long way and you you'll look back and see a lot of personal growth. I know for me, I have drastically changed in the last three yeah. years of streaming and all for the better. It's been an amazing journey and I still have things to work on, of course, you know. But uh it's it's so awesome to be able to look back and go, Man, I've come a long way and it's all been in good ways. It's all been good things. I've turned weaknesses into strengths, I've turned strengths into just powerful things that that are amazing and really add to my content and and you can do that too if i if i can do it anybody can do it okay let, let me tell yeah, you <laughs> yeah let's be real here like and you can listen back to our podcast our mixer journey um from when we started like literally i would recommend going back like <laughs> you want <laughs> you want real life examples of like ways to improve it for people that should have Go back in the podcast and listen to our first few audios as we try to like figure things out. <laughs> right? Talk, oh, bro. I I'll be honest. I feel some of it's cringy. It's hard to go back, but I feel I I keep those up as a reminder of like, look how far I've come. Look how far we've come. Look how far us as a community, um, with the Yak Fam and the Palm Fam and the Herd is what I heard. Um, <laughs> have grown over the years. Uh for the better and for those who have moved on and stuff like there's just so much to be said for that. And it's just, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling when you can go back and you've, you've made progress of some sort. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Gosh, bro. I don't, I don't even remember what other point we had, bro. There was, so, um, I feel <laughs> So part of, you know, part of finding what works for you, what your strengths are and uh, and maybe improving some of those weaknesses is when you're making content, Anybody can technically make content and post it, right? We've all seen those YouTube videos where someone just literally slapped up some gameplay and it was just super basic. And some people can be entertaining and do good content that way. But um, what you what one thing you really want to do with your content is have a little bit of a game plan because 
You can just throw stuff out there, but who are you reaching? Are you just hoping that people will come and like it? Or are you finding a target audience that you are aiming your content at? Because one person might really like really good gameplay, where another person wants tutorials to learn how to do that good gameplay, where another person is looking for somebody funny that's going to entertain them no matter what the gameplay is. Or, you know, if you're doing any other content, what kind of target audience are you aiming for? Because just making videos, just making podcasts and not having a general direction or, you know, a specific group of people to talk to, you're really not going to reach anybody. Um, it's kind of like, you know, if you're if you're not aiming when you're shooting your bow and arrow, yeah, you might hit a target. But if you start aiming when you're drawing back and you're aiming for that bullseye, you're going to hit a much more specific target that's going to reward you for your time and effort and content. Well, that's exactly. I was just going to say there's like it's a matter of there's being a jack of like all trades. Yeah, there are people we know who I think we can we all have that one person in our life who is like, man, they're just good at like everything they do or like they know a little bit of everything and they can do it. But there's never that one thing that they're good at or that they focus on that they're passionate about. Or maybe they gravitate different hobbies. Like, if you don't know that person in your life, you probably are that person. I know for me, I tend to gravitate to a lot of different things. A lot of different things that I am skilled at that honestly either I enjoy or I don't enjoy. There's some things I know I'm good at. Like, for instance, like, I can cook if I want to. I can follow instructions and things, but I'm not passionate about it. I can't, I can't really stand cooking. I do not care for it. Um, but I know I can do it if I want to. I would rather go outside and, and fly a drone um, and get drone footage or make drone videos and stuff. That's what I get passionate about. That's what I get excited about. And so then if you, are some, if you have a hobby or something like that, you'll want to find others. What I love the most when I started streaming is I started playing games like Undertale um, and the community around that. I started playing Five Nights at Freddy's, something I'm interested in. I started finding other people like that. And I found out, man, other people like to talk about mental health. Other people focus on that around these different games or these different like worlds or they talk about game theories. And lo and behold, I started finding a target audience like, man, I really want to talk about mental health. Man, I really want to talk about practical positivity um, in a world where things are kind of bleak and dark, but there's still like ways we can twist it to a practical positive size or give people resources for those who are dealing or struggling with it, um, with the things going on in their life. And so focusing on that target audience, which goes back to you're working on your audio, you're improving that, you're listening to your content, you're checking out the videos. Okay, this is the stuff that I enjoy and my community likes. Okay, how does that wrap into my personality and who I am? Okay, now that I've kind of figured out my personality and got that stuff down, you see how this is slowly stacking and building to building a brand, building content. Now you're surrounding yourself with other like-minded people, which is going to help reinforce and build and flesh out your community and your target audience. And so instead of trying to focus on, I want all the viewers, I want all the numbers, actually, man... I really like Joe. Joe talks a lot about like the different things going on in his life. I can always reach out to him. And I know we could talk about these games for hours on end, whereas there's three viewers or ten viewers watching and nobody says a word. I really like Joe or Sally or whoever they or them might be. You know, that's 
that's when you know you found your target audience when you can just talk to them for hours and you're just always excited to see them like you start to fall in love you build a relationship and then you know you're on no i'm kidding it's streaming world (laughs) is not meant for dating i am not saying that don't you dare misquote me don't you be like yeah yeah palm said in the podcast that uh twitch and youtube is no it is not it is not a world there's there's boundaries man boundaries (laughs) we've talked about boundaries before in mental health podcasts and streams you can go back to those go listen to those yes yes absolutely it's a wonderful thing so you've got your audio figured out you've got your video figured out you have determined ways you're different that you can let shine and make your content unique and now you've picked your target audience now you want to fine-tune it even a little bit more and you want to target in on the the actual content and the timing. And what we mean by that is when you're going through your VODs, pay attention to some of the stats. Don't, don't live and breathe and die by them. Don't get upset if one video tanks versus the last the one before. That was awesome. Don't do that. It's it's not a, to beat yourself up. It's all a learning process. But you want to find the kinds of content or those moments in your content where people really engaged with it you know are are you getting a bunch of comments about you know a particular spot in your video is something really shining and sticking out with people are you getting follows uh really big on on this one piece of content and then you've got these other four over here that really aren't getting any activity so as you're going through your past content and your recent content Try to focus and find, try to dig up those little bits of gold. I like to call it digging up gold. Um, when I'm on Twitch and I'm hanging out in other people's chats, uh, watching their content, I'm constantly making clips for other people. Because myself as a streamer, I love it when people are making clips um, of, of great moments, things that they really enjoy that they want to go back and watch later or want other people to see. Um, and the the more you hone in, on those those golden nuggets of content that people just really love and enjoy, the more you can replicate those moments throughout the entire video or podcast or what your content is, and it's going to keep your engagement higher. You're going to then start to grow in your growth. You're going to start ramping up, and you're going to look at your statistic charts, and things are going to start taking off a little bit. And so it's it's really key not just to have a target audience, but to to really hone in on those things that are working for you that help you grow. Because uh, like we addressed before, how are you different? Uh, what are you targeting your audience? You know, who who are you trying to reach with your content? And then fine tuning it even farther with what exactly is it that the people in this target audience are drawn to? What makes your content so good that they love it, they comment it, they share it, they retweet it, they tell their friends, they show their brothers and, and moms and dads? What are those funny or or really good moments um, for your target audience that keep them coming back? Because the more you like can you keep that going, the hot better. Chocolate. You could eat a pepper <laughs> and talk about how point of view you broke up on stream and just tears are streaming down your face. Cheeky plug. Um, yeah, yeah. That are like, you know, it, it all depends on like once you've got that secret sauce figured out, once you've 
been improving that audio, that video, your, your personality, you're finding your community and tribe, then you can start branching out and expanding it even further and focusing on the best times to post, finding that content that like really connects with everybody and presenting it in a way that's meaningful and beneficial to them, whether that's entertaining, whether that's instructing, whether that's um, a mix of both or however you want to do it. And it's, I, I literally have, I'm at my workplace. Very few of my coworkers know about me streaming formerly. It's weird because I, I'm very open about mental health and stuff. It's interesting to talk about on the internet um, when it comes to like really heavy topics, but in person, people get super uncomfortable and it's weird. And for those who struggle with it on the internet, it I think they I think I want to say the community finds comfort in being able to finally have a conversation. Whereas at work, it's weird. And then there's my content where I'm literally like in a I, I've literally filled up an entire bathtub with hot chocolate to see what it's like to be a marshmallow. And I'm like, man, I'm training people at work. If they ever find this, no one's going to take me seriously ever again. <laughs> this is this is embarrassing. And then I'm like, but that's just it. I think that's why part of the community enjoys me and why I enjoy my community. People are honest. People are open. We do weird, dumb stuff. We do weird, funny stuff. And it's just to give people some entertainment or to pull them out of that dark space and give them a reason to smile or laugh. And I think in finding those things, and I just get excited talking about when you find those little nuggets there, as Yak said, that you mine for gold that you put on the internet and it does super well, there's a sense of pride that you get and enjoyment in knowing you're making a difference in, in a small way or not. You have people that come back and go, hey, I was going through a really bad place and I saw your video and it made me smile. My mom recently passed away or what have you, or something happened in their life that was really bad, but that gave them a little bit of hope and gave them a little bit of reassurance. And that's when it all comes in full circle and improving your stream and creating your content becomes more than just another video on the internet. It's, it's so much more. I really can't describe it. I can't put words to it. I don't know what to I'm it's, kind of I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole here. Well, it's, it's I mean, it's it's super rewarding when you you kind of reach that target audience and and you get that that target content that's just really juicy and everybody loves it. Uh I I've I've discovered this a lot recently in my own content in the last 3 or 4 months. Um I you know, I I'm getting my stuff out there. I'm starting to to grow a little bit more on Twitch and I drop into people's streams and they go, oh my gosh, Yakman, that TikTok you made was so well done. That was awesome. Or, oh my gosh, I just saw your Easter skit on YouTube and I was dying laughing. That was so good. I had to show my significant other. It just, it, it, it's, it all kind of builds on itself. Once you take care of the technical, the audio, the video, once you figure out your personality, how to let it shine, once you find that target audience, you can really, really hone in. You can really zero in on that that golden content, those golden nuggets that make your content something special that stands out and that will uh, will not only get you growth, but you, you'll get confidence and and a self sense of pride as you uh, you continue to engage with the people that that you end up uh, bringing in to your content. Because uh, they'll people will be honest. They'll let you know, 
you know, and yeah, there's trolls on the internet. You got to be careful. Don't, don't take the hate comments with, with too much grain of salt. There's a lot of angry people and they like to vent, but you will find engaging with those who support you. You will find that, um, they will, they will let you know what they really liked and you can just keep building on that. And it's, it's such a big momentum swing. Once you get that momentum going and if you keep focusing on it and keep trying to improve it, you can really start to see some amazing growth. And it's it's such a beautiful thing. It's such a good feeling to know that, you know, I go around the, the Twitch community to the people I've networked with and a lot of them are just, they compliment the things I've done. And I just think to myself, wow, that's really awesome. Um, I don't know about you guys. When I first post a YouTube video, I'm constantly checking the numbers and I feel like nobody's watching it, but then I keep plugging it in my streams. And then a week or two later, I jump in somebody's stream and they go, Oh man, I just saw your, your content. That was amazing. And so it's, it's a, it's a great thing and it's so very rewarding, but, uh, make sure you put some work in on watching your own content. It's so crucial. And that, and that right there, it all goes back. And it's constantly a journey I think we're all still on. There's no point of self-actualization where it's, you've made it. There's always the, no. the grind and hustle. But that's the beauty of it is falling in love with that. And I think, and we don't say these things to like pat ourselves on the back and stuff. This is, those are the things you want to look for. Is, and those are just examples of like affirmations we've gotten is like, okay, so-and-so really like this. So-and-so really enjoy this. And I think that's where people are like, well, who gives you the right to give? Like, you guys aren't that big and stuff. It's like, these are our own personal experiences. These are what we've seen. This is how it makes us feel based on those experiences. And we want you to experience that same kind of love and joy from content creation, from streaming, from community building. Because we honestly believe it's not so much that can be replicated in the same way, but you can get that streamer's high. And it's like, yeah, I'm making awesome content. <laughs> mm, it's so good. I need to get me a cheeseburger, man. I earned it. Like I, that. I don't know. For me, I, I, I treat myself to a good cheeseburger. Also, bang energy on occasion. You know. Nice. Um, highly recommend it. But yeah. Oh my gosh. Bro. Yeah, we we never come off as as know it alls. We're not experts. We're we're not shroud. We're not ninja. We're experienced experiences. We're, yeah, but we we approach this with the mindset that we are small time creators. But there's a lot of other people on this journey right now, exploring uh, being a creator and just getting started. And we we feel like we like having discussions and sharing the thoughts and feelings we have and uh, opening that discussion up to you guys. So be sure to drop in the comments some of your thoughts. If you you know you want to join the conversation, don't be shy about it. Let us know what you think and uh, and be part of it because we're we're just here to share some of our learning experiences and um, together, you know yeah. yeah it's it's a journey so. And as always, until next time, stay awesome. We'll see you on the next podcast, which I don't know, bro. Do we do we even For tease sure. or, or tell them what we're going to be talking about on the next podcast, how Pokemon sucks? I mean, Ooh, here, I, man. I, let's leave it at that. Hot yep. takes next podcast with a special guest. We'll see you all <laughs> next time. Have a good one. Yeah.